I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hello. Hello, mate. Are you all right? Oh, no. I'm trapped down a well. Oh, that's a shame. Would you like me to get you out? No, that's no, not the problem. The problem is that I want to make a film about people trapped down wells because they're not recognised enough in, you know, the film industry. Ah, I see. You want to get in touch with her film project. It's a global initiative to advance equality in film through inclusive storytelling across race, gender, sexuality, age and ability. So, you know, that might deal with people down wells. Well, that sounds good. good. How do I do that? Well, just go to the website or follow them at her film project. How do you find out about about these people? Oh, they're the sponsors of Film Fandango, the film podcast. What? 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 It's this thing coming up right now. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. Where's David Reed? He's gone forever. So get lost and stop moaning about moaning about it. Um, now what's happened is uh, he is on paternity leave for who knows how long. So you are left with this voice. Like fingers scratching down a blackboard every week until you give up. But today I am joined by the wonderful Lizzie Roper. Hello, Lizzie. Hello, Marek. Um, Lizzie, who you probably know from previous podcasts, if you're aware. Yeah, I get around. And, I, and I'm sort of right in. I'm, I'm like a sort of weird Uber fan stalker. It's not pretty. Well, I think, I think most of the people listening, I mean, if they're still listening, I, I, I should imagine there's something wrong with them. <laughs> But I think it does give um, hope to all your Uber fan stalkers that one day you too could end up in a bedroom with Marek Larwood <laughs> discussing. Well, that's, I mean, we should explain <laughs> what sort of uh, where this podcast has gone. <laughs> it's uh, gone wrong. We originally were in. Uh, I've come to Lizzie's house to record this podcast, um, <laughs> and we were downstairs, and then the oven man came. I am the oven man. I'm not even going to explain what. <laughs> What he does, or he's still down there now. Yeah, he's a superhero. He once got kissed by an oven. Yeah, he can cook things in his ass. <laughs> so we, he is cooking up a nice pie in his ass. Oh god! I mean, it's just 
I, I hoped. I thought, oh, David's going to go. Yeah. It's, this podcast going to struggle for being sensible. And it's... Yeah, because David was the one that really took it off track all the time, wasn't he? He's got a filthy mouth and a yeah. filthy mouth. It's going to be mainly about bums. <laughs> hey! Anyway, we've come to Lizzie's bedroom to talk about bums as well as films. <laughs> for new listeners, mm-hmm. which are probably about five or six, this yeah. is a film podcast. Uh, where I'm chat to a guest uh, with the format slightly changed. In now, I am accompanying the guest to the cinema to make sure we go to the cinema. To make sure we go, yeah. Stick. And then we uh, watch the film immediately afterwards. We're going to talk about the film, having barely enough any time to think about it. And then later on, I'll read the letters and I'm introduced. There's a bit, a few questions to find out a bit more about the guest and a sort of a quiz round, which you can play along with at home. Mm. Um, so, Lizzie, we went to see Death of Stalin. Death of Stalin. Do you want to explain what it's about? I hate doing explaining I, oh, what it's yeah, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about a guy called Stalin. Yeah. And he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough? Well, it's... The Armando Iannucci film, he's sort of revered by it's, people it's, in comedy. It's the thick of it treatment on a horrific slice of history. Yes. Um, and it stars uh, Steve Buscemi. Paul Whitehouse. Paul Whitehouse um, is Jeffrey it. Tambor. Uh, Steve, you said Steve Buscemi. It's like, yeah. Is this the quiz? Just no, this isn't the quiz. It. I mean, it's surprisingly hard, isn't it? Jason yeah. Isaacs is in it. Oh, he's very good. And then we, and then of course, as unemployed actors, we get to sit there and go, "Oh, it's uh, oh, it's Ewan Bailey, it's Paul Reedy, it's um, who was in the Just, alley? Justin Edwards was in it. Justin as well. Edwards was so in it. A lot of people, we think, well, how, how come they yeah. got cast in this? I didn't get cast in. Didn't get seen. Didn't even get the initial. Oh, would you possibly like to come and humiliate yourself in a small room in the West End of London? Well, I, I was telling you before, I go off on another tangent. I had my very first film casting I've had in approximately about three or four years. Oh, you're coming up, aren't you? Yeah, for... I, I probably can't. I'm not going to get it. Mm. It was for a sequel to the um, one of these Girl of Dragon Drag Tattoo things. Yes. And I had to pay this tech geek. And I got a recall. Yeah. And I had to do a Swedish accent. Tell us, went, how was your Swedish accent? Well, I did it to my girlfriend, and she said, you sound like the Count of Sesame Street. Oh. And it was very much like this. <laughs> and even the cast director looked embarrassed, and that was the last time I'd get any work for her. And she mm-hmm. said, um, as I left, well, at least, you try, at least you tried. At least you tried. They could put that on your tombstone. Well, I should Mark have tried. Larwood, at least he tried. Should have tried harder. Anyway, back to this film. It's sort of, um, it is very... It felt like a crosswind the thick of it and a Woody Allen film. Oh, that's a terrible thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of talking. I, I, for me, for me, the word of, of the film is juxtaposition. Yes. Because it was that constantly you've got, we, we know we're in um, Russia, we know we're at the time, we know, you know, Stalin and the gulags and all that. And it's brilliant because you have, English and American actors talking in the vernacular and very colloquially. That was really great, I think, yeah. rather than having people like we just witnessed my terror. <laughs> rather than having everyone trying to do sort of wild variants mm. of. And it brought it down to who those men were. They, yeah, were, yeah. they were petty little men with petty little scores to settle, constantly looking over their shoulder and who could you trust and, and just pointing fingers relentlessly at each other. And the fact that it's a. Like, 
just some great, some cracking lines in there. But do you know anything about the Russian history to, around that? I knew that Stalin was very, very bad. I knew that he came in... Because there was the um, Russian Revolution, wasn't there? They got yeah. rid of the royal family. That back in 1918. And then, and then Stalin came in and just destroyed the country, destroyed millions of people. It was all just paranoid people. Starved them people. to death. Yeah. I read a... Ju- I was stopped reading Julian Barr's book called mm-hmm. The Sound of... The Silence of History or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was all about the same thing, but it was just a bit too smug. Um, but it's just the secret police basically taking anyone, putting shackles on all the artistic mm. people that had to represent Russia and the voice of Russia. Yeah. And anyone who swayed away from that was taken away and shot or sent to the gulags. Pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. Cause we, cause, and here we are again. We are tired of experts, aren't we? Yeah. And I think we should go back to that. Yeah. Well, um, we have. We have. We, we're down amongst the... Like, like when they said they needed a doctor and they said, well, we've killed all the doctors. So they had to go and um, herd up the young and the imbecilic and the ancient. There's hope for me. <laughs> Did you enjoy it, though? I, I laughed throughout. I, I felt immensely stupid at certain points. Why? Because I was like, am I following Am I following this? Can I keep up? Or is that the point that it is, it is impossible to follow and understand... Um, I, you you don't like you did enjoy it. No, I did enjoy it. I think it felt like a TV series mm-hmm. that had been made into the film. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I felt satisfied satisfied that enough happened. Well, enough the, people the, got shot, didn't they? It was the same thing over and over again. It was just mm-hmm. basically six paranoid, sort of power hungry, mm-hmm. white, uh, angry men, egotistical men mm-hmm. worried about their own backs and fighting for power. Mm-hmm. They were quite amusing. I mean, all the actors were brilliant in it. Oh, well, Simon, Simon Russell Beale, who's a famous <gasps> Shakespearean actor who played B- Beria, was brilliant as well. He was seedy and te- he was terrified. It was very odd to be watching a comedy and to be terrified of somebody at the same time as laughing at them and with them. Yeah, I mean, they all did really well at playing characters that were all sort of really dislikable, awful men, mm. which is quite nice to see a comedy like that. But I d- did I really find it f- funny? I don't know. It's, it's, it's sort of that laughter, it's that ha-ha-ha clever laughter, <laughs> rather than, you know, it's like, oh, this is f- that's very quick. I think I felt as the same way I expected I'd feel when I went mm. to see it, which was, oh, this is obviously Amanda and she's a very clever man, it's a very good satire. And David Schneider. It's, it's oh, a, David Schneider as well. Yeah, yeah. Like a four-man writing team. And it's based on a comic book, which yes. is by Fabian Newey called The Death of Stalin. I mean, some people will really like it if you like the thick of it, I think. So, yeah. But I think it's that... It's like when you do... I haven't, I haven't got much experience of film acting. I've got more experience of TV and theatre. And it's that thing when you do a play and the first question you ask is, why this play and why now? And I think that that film answers that question brilliantly of why this film and why now, because we it's a it's a film about political madness, about yeah. power crazy, nothing making sense. The the minutiae of of insanity and balderdash and bullshit, which is what we're living through at the moment. Yeah, why is that? Is it because people who want to be politicians? Fundamental? Are you a knobs? Am I a knobs? No, people who want to be politicians and. <laughs> the, the dicks. Well, I think the trouble with politics. Oh, there's a naked man over there. Um, see, this is better than the angry dog. Look, I'm he's, not he's hoovering. Angle. He's hoovering, and he's got his tits out. It's like a Queen ad <laughs> video. Look, look. Oh, oh, he's got his top off. He's in his pants. Yeah. Um, what were we saying? 
I got distracted by the nudity. I think probably the listeners. No, no, the trouble with politics, she sums up with one sentence, is that politics can only ever be short term, it can't be long term. Yeah. By the very nature of it. So that's why we're constantly struggling and drowning. But we never thought we'd drown in in a bowl of Trumpisms. Never saw that one coming. Yeah, it is mental. Um, but this isn't a political show. <laughs> uh, how many Lizzie's would you give it? Oh, um, seven. Seven Lizzie's. Yeah. I think six or seven Marricks. Mm. Yeah. It's got 7.7 IMDb. Mm. Metascore, 88. As expected, cr- critics love it. Wish. You will go and have a good time if you see this film. It looks amazing. It sounds amazing. There are plenty of laughs in there. Yeah, I think it is, it's It's not a film you would love, or I think I'll watch again. No. But it definitely feels like it's a bit of a breath of fresh air in the cinema. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for this. This is the letters section. Oh, some people are writing letters, letters, I'm, I'm, we I'm, like reading them out. I'm going to play that in. <laughs> I thought you would, but yeah. I wanted to sing it anyway. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Here we go, cinema charges. Uh, this is from Stuart Lewis. Whoop, whoop. It's the sound of the podcast. Oh, he's supposed to, that's supposed to be in a different voice. Mm-hmm. Morning all. My local view is Newcastle Stuffs. The cinema has just undergone a total refit. All leather recliners, 4K digital and Dolby Atmos. It looks and sounds stunning. With great seating. I can sense a buck coming. My wife and I take advantage of the Meerkat movies, two for one, or the Monday Madness half prices. £4 each to see a film, bargain. If you load up at the pound shop first, bag of crap crap for a quid, two pops for a quid, I don't know what that means, view a bag of crap to eat, I don't even understand what it means, popcorn and a pop, a tenner. Oh, he's basically saying if you go to the, the pound, pound shop, shop and buy all your sweets. Yeah, there. I've read that really badly. Um, <laughs> this is in reference to us asking how much cinema prices were around the country mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago. Uh, you can choose your seat off a plan and see which others are occupied. Great. Unless the film's popular and you might have to sit by the bloody Morgans. That's referencing yes, to... Yes, I'm aware. Did you see the Have Morgans? you heard of the Morgans? Have you met the Morgans? Why did the Morgans go across the road? But there's rarely anyone in. We tend to do early evening shows, five or six in, and usually less than a dozen, dozen folks in. How much did we pay? It was not, with our discount. Yeah. Was nine pounds ten. Whoa, that's is, steep for eleven o'clock in the morning. But the uh, every man. Yeah. In Muswell Hill. Yeah. Fifteen quid. Oh, lick my balls. Yeah, lick them good. <laughs> and then you can give me fifteen pounds. Exactly. And then I might watch your film. Yes, you arseholes. <laughs> i tell you what. Yeah. Here's another letter. It's about cinema prices. Mm-hmm. This is a really exciting letter from today. It's from Dave Christensen, who writes in, Hi, David, Marek, Buddy, Danielle, Bastard Dog Next Door, potential guests and other recurring characters. Most of those are gone, Dave. <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, you asked how much you pay for t- cinema tickets, and I thought I'd write in to tell you about my hometown cinema, the Plaza in Dorchester, Dorset. How much do you reckon it is? Oh, in Dorchester, I would pay £7.50. Well, get this. Mm. It's £2.50 on weekdays. Suck my balls! And £3.50 on the weekends. There we go. He also wants to write to you something about film budgets and how to judge the success of box office takings. 
I don't remember what you were talking about or any other useful details, but a few weeks ago you mentioned a film and stated that because the money was taken was just and that because the money taken was just over the budget, the film was a moderate success. But according to Mark Commode, at least, the film distribution and promotion costs are usually roughly similar to the filming budget. So that for a film to break even it has to make double the reported yeah. budget, if that makes sense. Thank you very much. So bumming man. Yeah. I've got to make double what the budget is. Uh, what is the budget for double for um, Bumming Man? Oh, I haven't started saving it. <laughs> what do you think? You what, how? If I could wave a magic wand. But the problem is, I'll be making a film for nothing. Yeah. And you say to people, "What? Well, no one's getting paid, and you get a percentage mm. of it, and then just pay for costs." Mm. Or you start paying everyone, and then it suddenly turns in from naught pounds. Yeah. To a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. And, and no films, even the Blade Runner has only taken 3.1 million in the first week of really? the UK. Really? How much did it cost to make? Millions and millions. That's a, that's a downer then, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a bit of a flop. Oh. But but they didn't have enough bumming in it, did they? Well, no. I mean, what am I gonna, oh, the closest I could get is the bumming in the sandpit to yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Bumming in the sandpit. Wow. All right, well, that will do for the <laughs> letters section. Don't laugh, Lizzie, as if it's unprofessional, as if somehow lost something. Uh, no, steaming ahead. Everyone is pleased about the, the, the letters. And we've got, well, I can do one more. It's about mm. cinema prices. Everyone's just written about cinema prices. Well, you asked them to write about cinema prices. I know. Uh, Lee Wood has written in. This is almost like my surname. Hi, David, American buddy. I'm from South Wales. Uh, depends where I go. So prices vary depending on where I go. Bridge and Odin now cost £9. I think that's a bit steep. It is steep. Showcase Cinema in Nantgore. Can't pronounce that. Nantgore. Nine pounds. And Cardiff prices vary. Premier Cinema is just four pounds. Um, thank you, Lee. That's a, we're getting ripped off in London, aren't we? We're getting ripped off in London for breathing. Literally double, double, triple the price of anything. Else. You walk out the door in London, the money flies out your pocket. Bullshit. We're an, we're idiots. It's our fault for being London-centric wankers. Yeah, I mean, if you want to write in and tell us how shit London is <laughs> and other stuff about films, write into dearfilmfandango at gmail.com or go to dearfilm, go to filmfandango.co.uk <laughs> and click on the contact thing. I should have checked this beforehand because David does this. Click yeah. on the website and write in a letter, please. Thank you very much. Also, you can donate to help keep this podcast going help pay for my new recorder that I'm just checking is recording now. Oh, sexy. Um, and you can donate on the website as well. Anyone who has it's much appreciated. Um, thank you very much. You're the greatest. It's really nice. Thank you. Okay, do you know what? It's time for the new section. Let's go. Is there a jingle for this bit? I'm going to put it in, yeah. Really? You, are you writing it? Yeah. So you just need to say, well, that's an impressive jingle. Okay. We're gonna find out about the guests, what things are like, and other bits. We ask them questions about films. Here are the questions coming up. Yeah. Wow, that's an impressive jingle. Thanks, Lizzie. Okay, um, the first question is as you may know, we play the IMDb game quite a lot, mm. which is where you go through the IMDb top 250, and the first film you haven't seen is your IMDb number. Um, have you had a chance to do this? Yeah. What is it? You're going to hate me. You're going to what think I'm a loser. Is it, don't tell me it's in the first ten. <laughs> really? <laughs> what haven't you seen? 
My IMDb, I feel like I'm, I'm revealing myself to be an alcoholic. It's, it's a bit like that, yeah. <laughs> my IMDb number, Marek, yeah. is two. That's a godfather. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I know. But it's such a, you've got something to really look forward to. I, yeah. You've not seen the godfather two as well. I haven't seen you? any of, I haven't seen any of them. I've got tits and a fanny. I don't, you know. No, it's not really, I don't think it is that laddie. Oh, but, but it's, I wouldn't, I would never have, you know, it's on my list of things to do. How like have you not encountered yoga. it? You must have encountered it on TV. Yeah, I might have turned over and, oh, there's a bit of it, but I, I'm not there from the beginning. So, so I, I really feel judged. I feel bad. I feel really dirty. And, and you know what? I haven't seen, the, 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 the third one is another Godfather as well. Have you seen Goodfellas? No. <laughs> They're really great films. Oh, I'm just... I, I, I'm happy for you. <laughs> Because I, I have this to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch these great films again. But lately, I, I think I've got about a 10 year memory of films. Yeah. I even watched Midnight Run again, which I watched about a year ago. What's Midnight Run? Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's got Robert De Niro in, Charles Gronin's in it. Mm-hmm. Charles Gronin's a lawyer who, um, it didn't, not a lawyer, he's an accountant, didn't realise he was an accountant for a mafia firm. And he, donate, and he basically took those money and donated it to charity, so they're after him. And the bail bond. Something to do with bail bonds, I don't really understand. Robert is a bail bond man, and he's trying to catch uh, Charles Gronin, who's in hiding, and bring him back to Los Angeles. I'm not tempted. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh-huh. Because Robert Nero is really funny, and Charles but Gronin is amazing. When I say I've got tits and funny, also I think I think there is a difference between men and women in terms of we don't store and squirrel things away. We don't. I was at a photo shoot the other day, and the photographer said to me, "What music do you want?" I was like, "Oh, you only had Spotify." So I'm like, "Oh." David Bowie, um, yeah. Ziggy Stardust album. Oh, right. And he went into that whole rant about David, like he owns it. Like he, I, and it's like, I, just, I like the album. I can't, yeah. I haven't invested myself. Plus, I did smoke a lot of dope in my um, 20s and 30s. Yes, I might, me. I, I have yeah. destroyed an awful lot of my brain cells. Everyone did I that. Can't remember, I can't remember my life. Everyone did that. Yeah, but. How much were you smoking? Well, enough. Have you tried it these days? Oh, it's awful. It's a proper it's awful. skunk. Skunk, monk, punk, nunk. Horrific. Dunk. Um, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> when you look through the list, did you see other ones that you thought um, should have been, you haven't seen? Yeah, if you bring it up and, and I'll... There, there's, I mean, yes, there are loads of good classic ones that, you know, there should be on your list of things to do, but I should clean under my bed and I should do yoga and I haven't done them either. You've talked about yoga a lot today. <laughs> because I'm very stiff. Yoga. In the meantime, what I do this, yeah. I'm just, this is a really boring one, I thought people might find it interesting. Can you give us your top five films or your top films? Uh, yes. Seven Psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Married and Axe Murderer. And then I have to get these out. Oh, yeah. Bedazzled. That's three. Uh, true Romance. Four. Oh, no, you're at the cat's... The cat's just jumped on me. Shit. The cat's just jumped, jumped on me. Captain Larwood. Bedazzled. Um, I've seen... I'm sure I've seen... Oh, Bedazzled's the... The uh, original. Not your... Not your... Have you not seen Bedazzled? Uh, Bedazzled is the one with... Uh, yeah, Peter Cook, Cook and Dudley Moore. Moore. I've not seen that. Oh! Can I lend this to I you? I haven't got a DVD player. Oh, I'll yeah. get it. I'll oh, watch you'll, it, though. You'll see it on Whatnot. Um, Seven Psychopaths, uh, Married and Axe Murder, True Romance, Bedazzled. And this isn't strictly a film. This is a film of um, her one-woman show that she did. Elaine Stritch. At Liberty. Um, what is, she, is she more of a theatre actress? 
she did everything. She did everything. But she this is this is her sort towards the end of her life on stage wearing a white silk shirt and black tights. And telling you about how Marlon Brando tried to get off with her and how she understudied for Ethel Merman and I mean, this this is a gamut of extraordinary American um, stage and I've never film even, history. I've, I've never even heard of her. You're joking? No. Elaine oh, Stritch. She's amazing. She, it's, that, that's on Netflix. I'm sure that's on Netflix. I have to look her up. That's a really interesting choice because people don't know from. So I married an axe murderer. I remember really enjoying that, but it's never it's never on TV. Is it? It never seems no, to be repeated. No, and, and it, I discovered I discovered that when I was I think I was in my early twenties. And I, and I went absolutely mad for it. This charming, charming, silly, stupid sense of humour. And Mike Myers doesn't play it too mental in that, does he? No, but and he does but he does the brilliant thing of like he's play he plays the dad as well as playing himself. Yeah, he, and his he, dad has he, all the, the, the dad's mental. Yeah, the dad's fucking yeah. mental and Scottish, so he can do his Scottish accent. And that was my go to film for um the boyfriend testing. Like I'd always sit the new boyfriend. But down all going, boys would like that though, Yeah, exactly. Right? Like you have to watch this. This is this is my favourite film and if you don't like it, you're out. I am sitting here a barren spinster. So they <laughs> but, didn't like it. So no, they did they did like it, but I just fucked the relationship up. I can't think what else could go <laughs> I can't think what else could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, I see if I, if a girl played me, I married an axe murderer, I think I'll she's for keeps. Yeah, maybe you should let us up. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the last question. Here's yeah. one from another week. I thought someone wrote in, I thought it was a good question. What actor or actress would you like to watch a film that they're in with? Oh, it's really difficult, isn't it? And that man is still naked. The man across the window, <laughs> still doing things in his... And I thought pants. long and hard about this. Because you told me the question was, what are your top five films and... And I thought it was one of the actors from that. So, so I was thinking, oh my God. But of course, Peter Cook, for yeah. old. But then I thought, if I met Peter Cook, I might be disappointed because I'm, I think I'd be frightened of him. And he might be in a, he might be one of his odd moods. Yeah, I mean, he's someone you read about. I think the idea of meeting him. Yeah. It's so, probably a bit like me. So I'll put Peter Cook back in the box. Yeah. And in which case, let's move to Seven Psychopaths. And let's take Christopher Walken out. Because you know that he would just be charming and funny and engaging, and he'd probably roast you a chicken because he does that on YouTube. Oh, does he? Oh yeah, he does. He does. Look up Christopher Walken cooks on YouTube, and he and he stands in his kitchen doing silly little videos. Oh, I'm gonna do that. He's amazing, and he's so and he's so bizarre and he's so bonkers and he's gentle, and you could make him dance. That would be good. He's not some sort He's of... a dancer. He was yeah, a trained I, I dancer. I know he's a trained dancer, but you don't just go and meet him and just say, dance while... Dance walking! I would. Um, have you seen The Dead Zone? No. That's a really... That's my favourite Christopher Walken film. Really? Excellent. Do you like horror films? Mm. Stephen King, it's not really horror, it's more uh, mystery. It's got oh. Martin Sheen in it. It's a really good 80s film. <laughs> oh. Oh, please watch it. <laughs> All right. Well... That's Is the that end it? Of, that's... We've only got like 20 now minutes. I've got another quiz section. Okay, good. Film quiz. Pretty questions. Facts. Other things. Interesting. Yes. That jingle blew my mind. Oh, thanks, Lizzie. Well, feel free to play along um, at home, uh, listeners. I thought it would be nice to have some trivia. Everyone likes trivia. 
I'm going to ask each of our guests five questions. Brilliant. And I'll show you how little I know. Well, it's more, it's a lot of guesswork. Is question one. Yeah. Who is older? Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone Ooh. or Ed Harris? <gasps> Good question. Oh, you see, you want to say Ed Harris, but the very fact that you've asked the question makes me go... Is it? Should it be Sylvester Stallone? Oh, God, you bastard, my mind's in turmoil. I, I picked a good two there. So yeah. This is a, this is a good... Yeah. Ages is going to be one of the good question. It's formats. difficult because Ed, Har- Ed Harris is one of those actors who's... He's good looking, but his face has always looked a bit like a scrotal sack. Well, I watched it. I was watching The Abyss again, mm. and thinking that I hadn't watched it since I was about eighteen. Mm. And in my, it's that thing when you go and watch films again now, and you thought the actors were really, really old, and now when you're forty years ago, actually, they're younger yeah. than me. Yeah. So um, and I've done nothing with my life. And I watched Ed Harris in Mother, and he mm. looks really ring. Mm. It looks like he's been smoking a lot. You went to see? Oh yeah, you hated Mother, didn't Bullshit. you? I have no. I, Darren Aronofsky can suck my balls. He just, he, he just made it so he could try and... I got Jennifer so Lawrence. angry when I went to see Requiem for a Dream, that last... That I last, didn't like that either. That scene when they're, they're backing up onto a double-ended dildo, I was so angry. I was absolutely furious. Yeah. And I'd had to sit through all that, mm, pills, pills, woman. Uh, that film is total bollocks. And that's in the top... Films yeah, exactly. Been. So why would I bother? Why would I? Even... Yeah, you can put that double-ended thing up your own. Um... Anus. Anus. <laughs> anyway, come on, Lizzie. Yeah, sorry. Oh no, so, so so okay. So I'm gonna have to go with my um my my first guess, which is Ed Harris. He's the oldest. Yes. Ed Harris was born on the 28th of November, mm. 1950. Mm. Oh. He's 66 years old. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone was born on the 6th of July, 1946. He's <gasps> 71 years old. You bastard. I thought Ed Harris was much older. Yeah. God. Well, that's according to um, Wikipedia, so that could, um, it could potentially be a lie. Yeah, but um, Sylvester Stallone did all that working out, didn't he? Yeah, he's he a did muscle. all those stairs. Oh, he's a macho man. Yeah. Um, next question. What's that thing that he shouts in Rocky? Adrian! It's his wife's, his girlfriend's name. Oh, I thought it was a man. Adrian. <laughs> it will be Adrian then. Then it will be Adrian. That's Adrian. what my sister was shouting at me last week. Adrian? Adrian! Why? She makes the dogs do impressions. What? That's <laughs> why you do that for a living. You well, just have a YouTube she site. She just stands behind the dogs, holds their front legs up and does, oh, Betty, the cat's done a whoopsie. Very, very badly with a oh, Jack Russell. Well, if you could, I thought the dog's actually doing film impressions. That's a YouTube channel. And then she said Adrian, and I didn't know what she was talking about. Oh. Okay. Well, we, need to, we need to watch Rocky. Rocky's disappointing, I think. Yeah. Question two. Which of these films was released first? <gasps> Ghostbusters Ooh. or Back to the Future? <gasps> oh, you are. You're messing with my mind, aren't you? Yeah, good one. You're like, you're like the Death Master. Yeah, Death Master. <laughs> Here he comes, Death Master. <laughs> Faster and his delectable questions. Back to the Future or Ghostbusters? Oh, piss and ass. Um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future was released in 1985. Yeah. Ghostbusters, 84. Oh, you! That's not fair. 
Yeah, you only get them 12 months apart. Yeah, but he's still... That's why it's yeah. good, though. Good. Yeah, that's why it's good. That's why you're the death master. Please write in, listen at home, and tell me if you like this new section or you think it's total shit. I think it should be called Death Master. Yeah, Death Masters. Yeah. Death Master 2000. Fight, men, fight with Death Master. <laughs> here's this, I'm going to give you... There's only three more questions left. Yeah. It's a Spanish film title. Mm-hmm. What is the actual film? Yeah. The Spanish film, t- film title is Vaselina. <laughs> what, what famous film is Vaselina? <laughs> Vaselina. <laughs> what fame? Oh, it's a famous film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's not a, fa- there's not a famous not film ju- called Vaseline, is there? No, sorry, that's a, that's a translation. Uh, is there a film called Vicks Vapor Rub? Tiger Bomb? Just Vaseline. Vaseline, olive oil, lubricant. It? Lubricant, slippy. You're getting along the right lines. Bumming man. Not bumming. Why does it have to be about bumming? Vaselina. Vaselina. You'll kick yourself if you don't get it. Oh, Jesus. Can I have more clues? Just just doing this with your hand doesn't count. Uh, Vaselina. Who was in it? No, I'm going to say it's a musical. Oh, my God. Carousel. (laughs) Should I give you the answer? No! Give me clues. That's it. I'm not going to give you any more clues. I'll I'll rub my cat in your face. Oh, well, no. (laughs) I'm going to give you the answer in three seconds. Okay. Uh, it's a musical. Yeah. Uh, oh, Frozen. I don't know. Grease. Oh, shit. The fucking bed. That's a good one, isn't it? Bell end of all bell ends. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, it's not out of three, Dizzy. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm swearing a lot. Like I'm showing off like I'm at a child's party. It's very much a child's party. <laughs> Here's another Back to the Future question. Mm-hmm. Who was originally cast as Marty McFly? And they filmed for five weeks with him before replacing him with Michael J. Fox. Oh, everybody's shouting at me now. Still, I, I didn't know this until I watched a documentary about it. Uh, Johnny Depp. No, it's Eric Stoltz. I loved... I was mental for Eric Stoltz when I was younger. I was absolutely mental for him. I loved him. Oh, poor Eric. Yeah, it was awful. Five what? weeks! Five weeks. That's a whole job on and, some jobs. And so, so they actually used, for some of them, they used the... The back they, of his head. When they did the singles, yeah. they used the singles of other oh. actors acting alongside Eric Stoltz. Oh, my God. That must be crippling to someone to say, um, yeah, it's not working out and you're fired from that job. Because also, Eric Stoltz was one of those actors, he he did he had his moment in the sun, didn't he? Cause I Mask move, was the big one, wasn't Mask it? was the big one. And then I started watching him after that and he'd turn up in amazing films and I'd go, oh yeah, well this is my actor, I'll, I'll keep yeah. him in the box, he's lovely. But what's what's he done lately? Well, he's got big, Pulp Fiction was the last big one I remember. Yeah, him, yeah. So we're, we're maybe probably, he's doing theatre. I could probably get him for Bummy Man for quite cheap. Yeah, he'd be a good Bummy Man. Would he the bummer or the bummy? Mm, he'd be a switcher. <laughs> the old switcheroo. Oh, it's wow. so much, it's bad, isn't it? Oh God, Have you, has that ever happened to you? What been replaced? <laughs> yeah. I just haven't got the part in the first place. I've been. I'm sure I've been cut. I'm sure I've been cut. I was in um, I was in Angus Thongs and snogging that thing and I did I think I did three scenes and it was basically cut down to a scene and a half and of course you only you only realise once you're once you're sitting there watching yeah. it and you're just going oh there's a really good bit coming it, what it was oh yeah in between the two I, this is probably mm. no, so I, they did an alternate attending yeah. and they all get sunstroke mm-hmm. and they were in the hospital and then Jay thinks he's getting a handoff from his girlfriend when he wakes up from his delirious dream. It's me. 
double hand pumping. Why are you wanking you off? And he says, nice. This is what you're doing. And I, and I say, Just get that clean, just get that nice and clean. And he says, Are you the nurse? I went, No, no, run off of hospital. So basically, I was, would you're, have been in it wanking him off. You, you, you're an abuser. Well, I would have been in the. What I was playing. When one. you had to film the thing, what yeah. did they put in your hands to wank Nothing. Off? So I just did that over his crotch, and he basically didn't really speak a word to me. That looks like he's got that. a very, very narrow penis. Well, because under a blanket, I basically just put my hands oh. together and it was under a blanket, so you didn't, it was just... You look like you're playing one potato, two potato. Yeah, originally I did it with one hand, the director went, no, really go for it with two hands. It's quite tiring. I mean, this is, I really feel the podcast has been quite crude today. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you can blame me. Well, I'm really sorry. Well, you've got none out of four, Lizzie. <laughs> none out of four. <laughs> you, or you, I don't you, watch any films and I've sworn too much. It was a cerebral podcast and now it's all about bumming. <laughs> Go apologise to me. Apologise to the people, listening, people on their car. I'm really, really sorry. I blame the naked man over the road. I'm sorry. The naked man in the window of the road. Here's yeah. the final question. Yeah. Which actress's real name mm-hmm. is Karen Johnson? Um. <laughs> Very difficult. Oh, well, give me a clue then. She was... Uh, Sort of big late eighties, early nineties, and he's got quite a stupid name. Late, mm. oh Sigourney Weaver. No, it's a good guess though. It is a good guess. Um, um. I'll give you another clue. She's a black actress. Oh God. No, because you wouldn't change your name to that. Um. Oh, Sandy Newton. No, the answer is Whoopi Goldberg. She changed her name to yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. And her mum apparently said to her, have, because of the Hollywood, have a sort of Jewish sounding surname. Wow. Even though she's black. That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So what's her original name again? Karen Johnson. Wow. Karen Johnson in Sister Act, not the same as Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg's an amazing name. Whoopi's a great, I mean, you would never make up Whoopi, would you? No, Whoopi's it's a, great, it's a great name. If in doubt, give yourself a sort of give yourself a can a name you call a kangaroo. I liked it when Whoopi Goldberg got together with Tad Danson. That was one of those weird. Well, they were going out. Yeah, they were together for a while. Wow. Yeah, that's that rocks your tiny mind, doesn't it? That would be a good question. You're imagining Ted Danson on top of Whoopi Goldberg. No, I'm not. And please do not imagine that listeners are at home. You can't stop yourself. Well. <laughs> Get on me, sorry. I'm really sorry. You should never have allowed me on here. Well, we've come to the end of the podcast. <laughs> and you feel cheap and dirty. I'm sitting here, my head's in my hands. Well, at least my oven's nice and clean. Meanwhile, the other man has cleared out the whole of the house downstairs. Totally empty. All the floorboards have gone. Well, then that... you don't feel so sorry. Yeah, that'll learn me. Well, listeners, please write in if you've enjoyed the podcast. Um, do you what, have you got anything you want to plug or promote? I'm on tour next year. Do you have a Twitter? What's your Twitter account? At Lizzie Roper. At L I Z Z I E R O P E R. And I'm on tour next year in, with Grumpy Old Women, me, Jenny Eclair, and Dilly Keane coming to a town near you between April, May, and June. Oh, and I think 
I don't think we said what the title of this Elaine Stritch thing was. It's called yes. Elaine, Elaine Stritch at Liberty. And it's a two and a half hour one woman show performed by an octogenarian. And it is exceptional. Well, super. Thank you very much for coming on the show and watching the film. Thank you for me. having me. And I can only apologise again. No, you've been an absolute joy. Hey, and remember everybody. Keep, keep watching, watching the, the films. films. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.